So Dark Phoenix was just added to HBO, and I watched it last night expecting it to just be god-awful from what I've heard uh, from people when it first came out. And I really didn't think it was as bad as people said it was. The um, It was definitely not like the best X-Men movie up until now. I mean, this is like, I believe, number 10, uh, counting... Uh, all the, the Wolverine, Logan movies included, not counting the Deadpools. Um, and I believe this is the last uh, James McAvoy, uh, Xavier movie. And I've, I've really enjoyed all the X-Men movies. And I like this one too. I really didn't think it was as bad as people said. I mean, it was a little, it was a little slow at times and, um, like the the villains in the movie were not my favorite, but I still like you know Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. Uh, I thought she did a really good job in the last movie, um, and again I just don't see what all the the fuss was about. The movie I mean gets really cool near the end um, during this like over-the-top train scene where certain characters, like, let loose and, like, really, you know, let everything go fighting back against this enemy. But um, I heard from a few different sources that that was, like, added added to the movie after the fact, which means that if they didn't have that train scene in the movie, I don't know what, like, the big climax would have been because uh, there really isn't another scene that compares to that where, like, it's a good end finale to the movie. So if they hadn't have added the train scene, the movie would have been just terrible. Um, but the train scene at the end is, is something that's at least making the movie worth watching. Um, because if they didn't add the scene, I, I, would have, I would have completely agreed with everybody that the movie did not meet expectations at all but with that scene added um I felt like it had uh more to it uh the past two movies uh have had like big two big you know or at least one big uh like Quicksilver scene uh Quicksilver is still in this movie but he's very uh limited as to what he does he doesn't have like his own big moment that he got in the previous two movies um and unfortunately it's hard to say but this is the first x-men without wolverine and that and no hugh jackman is wolverine um it's hard to see because in every movie he's had at least a starring role um or a cameo of some kind um, even in deadpool one he Hugh Jackman's face, I guess cut out of his face, was in the movie. Um, I don't believe he was in Deadpool 2 in any capacity. But, I mean, even in Night of the Museum, he does like a little Wolverine cameo. So, it's it was hard to, not, to know he's not going to show up. And it's weird to think like where this movie will go after Dark Phoenix because there was no after credits scene setting up a big next movie. Um, so 
I think this is really the end of these characters for now or for a long time. Um, I mean, there's, I know there's like that new mutants movie coming out at some point, and um, there was the Legion show on FXX. Uh, so, and of course, there's gonna be the Deadpool. So, like X Men properties are still around. It's still a relevant thing to make, but I just don't think it's gonna be like a continual timeline or we'll see like the same cast of characters come back um the same capacity and um the completely lost my train of thought there for a second um what i was gonna say was that during all this uh this x movies have been coming out since like the year you know 2000 the past 20 years I think these movies have been coming out with mostly the same cast, you know, changed in and out um, throughout the two different timelines, but basically the same cast. Um, you know, like Patrick Stewart, Hugh Jackman, um, being in a good amount of them. And what's crazy is like the MCU came to power around like 2008 when the first Iron Man came out. And this was like way after the fact that the, the X-Men movies had been being made. So they were really the first established movies. Not the first established like in all of Marvel or whatever, but they were established before the actual MCU was created. Um, and throughout this whole process, they never thought that they could, or they could never come to an agreement to combine the X-Men into the MCU um, in some way. They're not even referenced, you know. There's no reference of mutants at all. Um, and it's crazy because, like, the Infinity War movies doesn't have Wolverine in it. I mean, Wolverine is in the comic books. He's in the games that the, that, that storyline's based off of, but he's nowhere to be, nowhere to be seen. Um, neither is the Fantastic Four or, you know, Daredevil and Punisher and whatnot, but they, you know, had their own thing on Netflix with the Defenders, and that's fine, even though they never wanted to include them in the movies, that's fine, but to not have the X-Men show up, um, anywhere in the MCU movies was insanity, and in Endgame, when Doctor Strange was opening up all the portals, to not have the X-Men come out was insanity. Or at least have one X-Men come out. Because that would have blown people's minds. It would have been awesome. By that point, you think they could have come to some kind of agreement. To even like lease a character out. Because look at what happened with Spider-Man. Like, Sony held on to Spider-Man for the longest time. Would not let him go. Finally did in Civil War. It was, it was amazing. It was crazy to see Spider-Man. His movies were very successful. He had a big impact in the rest of the movies. All was good. Um, and then they took Venom, the Spider-Man villain, gave him his own movie, but didn't allow Venom to be part of the MCU, MCU either. So you've got all these Marvel properties going on at the same time in theaters. Some are way into each other, some not. Um, I mean, I could give a damn about the Fantastic Four because they always seem to not work out anyway. Um, but 
it's just travesty to not let those things happen. I mean, there was talk even of having the defenders show up in some way uh, in the movies, or having like Agents of Shield show up in some way. That didn't happen. I mean, I I get that it's they already it's so overwhelming already that you don't need to include everybody, but to even have a mention of something just to pay fan service a little bit is cool. Um, and so back to like the Spider-Man stuff, there's another movie coming out. Uh, Jared Leto is in the new Morbius movie. Who's the, the, he plays like a vampire, Morbius the living vampire. And apparently from what I've heard is that Morbius is set in the MCU, but only in the Spider-Man part so, like, he's attached to the Spider-Man movies, but not the rest of, like, the Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk stuff. Um, so they're still, they're still separating things as much as they can. And then you have the Disney Plus shows coming out, like, um, I mean, there's three shows coming out with the Wanda, Vision, the Loki, and then the Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon shows all coming out. Um, I'm sure they'll be great, you know. I don't know if they're needed, really, after the finale of Endgame. I mean, moving forward, uh, the Spider-Man Far From Home movie was was nice to see, you know, a continuation of the story. Um, And then you have the other movies planned, like the, the Eternals, which I know nothing about, um, Blade, which I would really like to see. I don't think it's going to be as gritty and cool as the Wesley Snipes um, movies, but we'll see. I'll hold, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything too bad about that. We'll just see where that goes. Then you have the um, next Doctor Strange movie, which is the Multiverse of Madness movie, which sounds. Um, pretty promising because the whole multiverse thing um, means that they could potentially um, I lost my train of thought again um, got distracted uh, anyway the multiverse of madness would I'm thinking that implies is that they're gonna have some sort of um, like ties with other Marvel properties or callbacks, um, potentially like having like characters who've had multiple roles, like Chris Evans has been Human Torch in Captain America. Um, there's been multiple Spider-Mans, not in the MCU, but like Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Mans. Um, there's been some recasting like Ed Norton as Hulk, um, or the, uh, the fact that like War Machine was replaced by Don Cheadle. Um, so there has been some recasting in the MCU. Not a lot, but some. Um, so the Multiverse of Madness could play with that a little bit. A very good example of this that was done very well was the um, the Crisis and in Infinite Earths that was on uh, UPN like a couple months ago where it was uh, DC's big kind of in-game Infinity War kind of thing. It was honestly better than Justice League uh, because 
what was really cool about it is like they basically said like anything in DC that's ever happened um, is all tied together. Like the guy who, who played Superman, Superman Returns, like a while ago, who's now um, on DC Legends of Tomorrow, he got to be, uh, play Superman again, like as the character. Um, the Flash from the DC movies interacted with the Flash from the TV show. Um, there was callbacks to like the original Robin from Batman, Robin from like way back in the day. Um, the guy who voiced Batman in the animated series for forever was in the show as Bruce Wayne. Like they went all out. Like there was, it was so cool to see that anything that ever happened was allowed to happen. And it just goes to show like what happens when you don't, you know, you just let things happen for the fans. You're not caring about who owns what, movement rights to this, and merchandising, and blah, 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 blah. Um, and it's just crazy to me to think that, like, the people won't give up rights to make things happen because in the end, everyone's going to make money. I don't know, like, in-game must have made over a billion dollars. You're, you're telling me that with that much money, you can't, like separated it enough to make everyone happy um or at least you know it's just crazy to me like it's possible to make these things happen i mean hugh jackman was wolverine for nearly 20 years and when these bridges or these you know doors start to open or creak open just a little bit to allow the light of these connections able to happen you know, he's basically retires from the character. And it's like, you know, it's it's just missed opportunity. It's a missed opportunity. And they should, just, they should know that, like, from Sony letting Spider-Man enter the MCU, like, how nice it is to see something like that. Um, but anyway, to sum this all up, I didn't think Dark Phoenix was that bad. If you haven't seen it yet... It's not going to blow you away. It's not as good as um, Days of Future Past. It's not as good as Logan. I mean, uh, Logan's in a totally different category. Um, but honestly, like Apocalypse was uh, probably better than this one, except for like, the final scene on the train I thought was pretty well done. Um, but from what I heard that Initially, this movie just got so trashed on. And there's just a lot worse movies that are intro theaters that don't deserve that. Like, there's so many, you know, run-of-the-mill horror movies that get people showing up every time. That's the same old stuff, and everyone thinks it's great. But then a movie like Dark Phoenix comes out that's just not the best superhero movie, but still has, you know good effects and good casting and, you know, decent enough story and just gets trashed on. It's like, geez, people's expectations with superhero movies now is, is crazy. I mean, you, you set the bar so high with the MCU movies, like, like the Infinity War movies and the adventure movies and, um, the better standalone movies like Ragnarok and whatnot. It's, it's 
there's a lot to be expected from those movies now. And uh, people need to remember that the X-Men movies and the MCU have always been two separate entities. Um, so going into it, you should just expect things to go in different directions. But I doubt we'll ever see it happen, but it would be cool to see someday, and I imagine it's going to happen because everything gets rebooted anyway, that somewhere down the line, maybe 20, 25 years from now, we're going to see um, a reboot of the whole MCU, um, potentially Infinity War. We're going to see some sort of reboot in some capacity. And by that time, I think the X-Men will enter it. Um, but I'm not going to lose sleep over it. It'll be cool if it happens. If it doesn't, I'm not going to be too shocked or surprised. But if they do do it, you'll make people happy. And it's something you should have done a long time ago.